Welcome back to the Attitude Effort Results Podcast. I am your host, Tanner Natsky. Today, we're going to be talking about preparing yourself for the role that you want. We're going to work through what is holding people back from that first job. We're going to work through the promotion they believe they should get or evolving in their career. And then we're going to go through four actionable ideas on how to take either that first step or the next step in your career. The reason for this episode is there are career paths that are available. There are high level jobs in the sports industry that are available for the taking. I hope you guys hear how fired up I am about this. There are really, really good jobs and career paths that are open for you, but people are unable to step up and take them because of the following couple of things. The things that we're walking through are ideas that have been brought to me, ideas that I have seen, and ideas that we have researched on. We have been working at this thing for a couple hours today, and to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure I had it in me when we started. But we're the reason that we're doing this today is because I'm disciplined, I'm dedicated to you guys on getting this thing out. It might not be the smoothest episode that we have, but there are really good points in here, and I think it's going to be very impactful for you, and we're excited to get through them. One of the most disrespectful things that you can do when interviewing with somebody is being late. If you have a 3 p.m. interview, please do not show up at 3.01. Oh, it's just one minute. It is disrespectful. I get it. We have things going on. I am a victim of this as well. There's nothing that I say that I'm not speaking to myself as well. Showing up to a 3 p.m. interview at 301 is very disrespectful. Old coaches have said it for years. Showing up early is on time. Showing up on time is late. That is very true. Another thing that is a reason that people are not getting that next step or that first step into the career path, something as simple as wearing a sweatshirt to an interview, wearing a t-shirt, dress for the job that you want, come prepared. Even if it's Zoom, in today's day and age, there's a lot of meetings and a lot of interviews that are in Zoom, Teams, FaceTime, whatever it is. Even if they can't see your bottom half, put a suit and tie on if you have it. Put a shirt on, a collared shirt. Put a dress shirt on. Make yourself presentable. Two reasons why you should make yourself presentable. One, people aren't doing it. I don't don't really know why. It's really not that difficult. Instead of putting a t-shirt on to sit in a chair in front of your computer, you just put a dress shirt on to sit in a chair in front of your computer. People are not doing that, so that's one, going to separate yourself. And two... It's going to show the person on the other end. doesn't matter what job it is. It could be a job at Denny's. It's going to show the person on the other end that you come prepared, that you didn't flip your screen on at 3.01 and answer a FaceTime call or answer a Zoom, that you were ready at least minimum five minutes early because you had to button the shirt up. Another thing, and people are watching a ton of Netflix and a ton of TikTok today. I'm a victim of it as well, but... Maybe instead of watching five hours of Netflix and two hours of TikTok, 
utilize an hour or two to reach out to individuals in the sports industry, utilize an hour to research the team, the organization, the person that you're about to have this interview with, or the, the, um, opportunity that you're about to walk into. I'm not saying don't recharge your batter batteries by utilizing social media platforms that have been given to us. Social media and the internet is a phenomenal gift. Your phone is a great thing. I'm just saying do it a little bit less. Instead of scrolling media during class or work, maybe actively listen to grow that muscle. And actively listening is a muscle that needs tending to. And the reason I know that is because I struggle with it often. And the reason I struggle with it is because I just started doing it when I entered the sports industry. Actively listening is a massive part of being successful in anything you do because people love talking about themselves and people love opening up. But how can you ask questions and how can you get to know that person if you aren't listening and you're just listening to respond or you're listening so you're asking a question so you can then talk about yourself? Have you guys had people like that in your life? Who? They say, hey, how's your day? And you say, uh, and they say, oh, that's awesome because this is how my day was. Actively listen to the people you're talking to and grow that muscle. I have been on meetings in my career where I have closed a sale. Where I've talked to a multi-million dollar company and closed a big deal. And I cannot tell you why the person or company is buying. And that is awful. And the reason why I couldn't tell you is because I was not actively listening. I was not deciphering what they were telling me. I was just taking it at surface level. How many of you have ever listened or heard your parent or significant other or a person of authority, but can't actually repeat what they said? The saying in year one, in one year, out the other. Like, let's actively listen and continue to be better. How about not turning in an assignment if you're in school? Because you already have a 90 in the class, it doesn't really matter. Or not folding the laundry right when it comes out because you can do it later that evening. Well, then you get tired and then you do it the next day. And then, ah, shoot, they're all wrinkled, so I got to throw them in the dryer again. <laughs> right? Again, I'm a victim of it. But you are a product of the sum of your decisions. Be disciplined. People are not taking the next step because they are not disciplined and their habits are catching up with them. Habits that they've created are catching up with them. Hitting the snooze button on Thursday, it's a hell of a lot easier to hit it on Friday once you've hit it on Thursday. And if you hit it on Thursday and Friday, well, now it's the weekend. So I don't have to get up early on the weekend because I owe it to myself to sleep in a little bit longer. Okay, now it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You think your body's ready to get up on Monday? You are the product of the sum of your decisions. Every decision you make counts. You cannot start a bad habit if you do not let it develop. Developing a habit is doing it consistently. Everyone's going to mess up here and there. Everyone does it, right? But a habit is something you do time and time again. You can have a bad act, but if it's one time and you fix it the next, it doesn't become a habit. Be disciplined. Be different. That is a massive reason why people are not taking the next steps 
in their career. Your social, oh, this is a big one. Oh, I'm going to offend some people and I'm going to say I'm sorry right away. <laughs> your social media is who you are. It's who you are. It's not something you post or something that's like, oh, that was one night. It was funny. Or that was one. Oh, you have to know that person to really get it. Like he was just, he doesn't really mean it. She doesn't really mean it. You got to know him. Your social media is who you are. That is your profile. And I promise you, I promise you, every single company looks at your social media. Every single one. It doesn't have to be all suit and tie, all blazer and heels. But just clean it up a little bit. Clean up your profile picture. Even if you're on private, everybody can see your profile picture. What is what is your profile picture conveying to other people? What does the person you're interviewing for already have in their head of who you are? Let me say that again. What does a person you're interviewing with already have in their head about who you are? Because it's very important to convey a message of who you are. If you're somebody who doesn't really care, have a picture in baggy sweatpants and dirty tennis shoes, if it doesn't really matter. But if you're somebody that wants to convey professionalism, have a clean picture on there. And it's also not just your profile that's important. It's the people around you as well. Which makes it important to hang out with those who support your life goals. If people around you are posting what you don't want to, have a conversation with them. If people around you, or just don't do it. <laughs> if people around you are posting pictures and they're on your page as well, well, that conveys directly on you. So what message, what profile do you want to convey to others? Those are the things that I have been told, that I have witnessed and I have experienced, and half of them are myself, on why people are not taking the next step in their sports career, in their next job, or maybe even their first one. Now, how can you prepare yourself for the role that you want? Step number one, we're going to walk through four different steps here. Step number one, put yourself in rooms that you do not belong. Ask questions often. Take responsibility create presentations, and put yourselves in rooms that you do not belong. There was a coworker that I had that would tell you was not the most skilled in every single department. However, took responsibility to be the guy or girl in the organization that was going to, anything that nobody wanted, they were going to take. Ended up getting an opportunity to create presentations, present them in front of people, got a massive promotion, is absolutely killing his or her job, and has become the go-to guy or girl. All because they took on responsibility. They asked a lot of questions. They put themselves in rooms that they really didn't belong in. Another story of me personally, I was able to present a 
relatively ineffective presentation uh, to my direct manager and my vice president. The presentation was this member platform where they some people had to take pictures of their dogs and then the team's uniform. Some people had to submit their favorite game day recipe, you know, send a picture of their favorite player. Nothing of of absolute magnitude. But this this goal, this uh, project that we were running needed to be headed by somebody. And I raised my hand. I said, hey, I'll head this. We're going to go through this full force. Again, the presentation had nothing of magnitude, but it gave me an opportunity to be in a room with just my direct manager and my vice president. That is so impactful. It didn't matter what the presentation actually said, but my presenting skills, my people skills towards him, I got direct feedback from our VP and from my direct manager about the presentation. And that has prepared me for other presentations. Put yourself in rooms that you do not belong in. I did not belong in that room that early in my career with just the VP and my direct manager. Number two, wake up early to prepare your body. Are you prepared to go through the motions each day or are you prepared to absolutely attack and kill the day? Now, when I say wake up early, for those of you who don't know, I enjoy waking up early. So I will not sit here and say you need to wake up at 5 a.m. or you will never have success. That is absolutely not the case. If you're waking up at 10, let's just try to wake up at 9.45. It doesn't have to be massive changes. It doesn't have to be before the sun gets up every day. Would that be helpful? Maybe. <laughs> but what time does your day start? I'm not saying there's a concrete time that everybody should wake up, right? I'm simply asking you the question, what if you woke up one hour earlier each day? How much time would that give you? How many more things could you get done? Are you a parent? And if you wake up one hour before your kid does, what do you, what could you get done before your kid gets awake that you cannot do while they're awake? If you're in college, what else can you do one hour earlier before everybody else? For all you mathematicians out there, I did a little bit of math. You would have, if you woke up simply one hour earlier, again, if you wake up at noon, I'm only saying 11 a.m. I'm not saying go from noon to 3 a.m. Not the case. If you woke up just one hour earlier each day, you would have 15.2 more days in a year. What could you do with 15 days? Over five years, so a typical college career. Well, some people only go to school for four years. Those are smart people. Some people, it takes five, like myself. <laughs> Over five years, just one hour earlier, you would have 76 more days to work with. That's over two months in just five years that you'd have to work with. How much more productive do you think you could be in 76 more days than your peers? Let's say you're in a career path right now. Your job starts at 8 or 8.30 or 9, probably right around there, right? Let's call it 8.30. Does your day start at 8.30 when you get to work? Or does your productivity start at 8.30? If you're in school, 
and you have a class at 10.30 and get up at 10.15, just imagine this right now. You have a class at 10.30, you get up at 10.15, let's say it's right down the road. You drive there, run there, whatever. <laughs> the, the frantic run that you see college kids doing. How productive are you in that class? You woke up 15 minutes before class. And even if it's online, there's a lot of classes online. You wake up, some people five minutes before the class, throw their hat on. How productive are you in that class? You're probably watching from your bed. Maybe you were very <laughs> efficient and got up and had breakfast for five minutes and sat at the table, but you still have your hat or your hoodie on. You're just waking up. How productive are you? I want you to answer that question. You can even pause me. Again, I'm not going anywhere. Pause me and answer that question. If you're in the career path or if you're in school, does your day start at 8.30 when you get to work or does your productivity start at 8.30? If you have a class at 10.30 and get up at 10.15, how productive are you? Now, let's do this. What if you got up an hour earlier, 9.15, went for a run, ate a good breakfast, and then walked to class, got there 10 minutes early, ready for everybody to come in? How productive do you believe you will be in class now? Let's say you get up an hour early before driving to work. You don't even have to do anything active. What if you wake up, read a book? What if you wake up, journal? What if you wake up, cook yourself a, a nice breakfast in the morning? How much more prepared are you for the day than if you just wake up, grab coffee, get to work, your day, you're at work at 8.30, but it doesn't really start until 9, 9.30 because you know you need coffee in the morning. All right, I can't do anything before you know 9 or 9.30 because I got coffee. I got to have coffee. Just one hour earlier is all I'm challenging you to do. I'm not here to also preach health or preach waking up as early as possible, but I'm just challenging you and asking, what else could you have in, in your life? What else could you do if you just woke up an hour earlier? And another thing, wake up early to prepare your body is number two. What are you eating? Again, I'm not here to preach health, but I can tell you that healthy people have a different swagger to them and a different confidence and walk into a room. I'm not saying you need to bench 350. I'm not saying you need to be you know, shredded out of your mind. I'm just saying healthy. I want you to close your eyes and think about this scenario. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> I'm not taking responsibility for that. Imagine walking into a car dealership you have the money, you know what car you want, you basically just need someone to sell you, right? There's no pressure salesman, nothing like that. You walk into a car dealership, the first person that you see is an overweight individual, shirt untucked, baggy pants, dirty tennis shoes on. Without even talking to that person, how do you feel right now? Like I'm saying this right now, I kind of feel grimy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are feeling that as well, but how do you feel? Now, imagine you walk in and see an individual who is a healthy weight, clean shoes, fitted pants, and a crisp blazer on. How do you feel about talking with them now? How do you feel about how they prepared for the day? Were they ready to see you? Were they ready to help you? Are they going to be educational towards what you're looking for? Do you feel confident that they can help you in the best manner? Again, these are just questions that I'm asking 
and things that I've observed. Let's go on to point number three. It's going to roll right into it is dress for success. Everybody's heard the term look good, feel good, play good. Turns out there's actually some validity to that. Dress for the job that you guys want, not the one you have. I think that's going to be a little bit of a shift. Dress for the job that you want, not the one that you have. The job you're entering, interviewing for, most likely a step in your career, not the end goal. Dress like your boss's boss's boss, right? Let's say you follow the steps in the previous episodes, which if you haven't listened to them, let's do that. And let's say you land a call with a sports professional. You could even be going through the steps and, and be on a call with a teammate or an individual, not a manager, in a different organization. But when you're on a call with that lower level manager or a teammate from another organization, I want you to act like your future vice president, your future CEO is watching you. Be buttoned up. People talk all the time. I promise you that the conversation that you're having with either a lower level manager or a teammate will be reported back to the higher ups on how that conversation went. And that's important because people need to know who you are outside of just talking to your managers. You can have great interviews with your managers. You talk with other people from the organization and they really don't like you. You were gossiping the whole time. You were saying confidential information. You were, you know, talking about going out here and going out there. And the only thing that you're looking for is a, a good party scene. Like people talk and that will get around and that is impactful. Another thing, do not gossip and keep confidential information confidential. Even when talking with other people on your team. Whether you're looking for a first-time job or a promotion, all of those conversations matter. Even if you're not in a work setting, work happy hours, a vital, a vital piece of the culture, especially in the sports industry. But do not be the drunkest person at a work outing. Even if you're not at a happy hour, you're hanging out with other people. Word travels very fast. Are you going out and drinking until you can't on the weekends? Are you talking an uncomfortable amount of smack when playing pickup games? People talk, and that's all about who you are. You may be buttoned up on social media and have the perfect picture. Every interview you do is correct and buttoned up and professional. And then as soon as you get outside of the organization walls or outside of the walls of manager, if you're a completely different person, teams and organizations aren't going to want that because it's not authentic. Be authentic to who you are inside and outside of the organization. The four step, very simple, very important. Please write handwritten thank you notes. Please write handwritten thank you notes. Be different. Like this is how you prepare for the role that you want. A little bit of a, a story, and you guys will probably hear it again down the road because it's very impactful not only to me but to this point specifically. Nobody's doing this anymore, by the way, guys. Nobody's writing handwritten thank you notes. A story about me when I went to Cleveland for the sports sales conference Right before that, I had a, a person from an organization come back to me 
um, or was talking to me and, and I said, Hey, thank you. Like that was awesome. I wrote him a handwritten thank you note and sent it out the day after. And again, we talked about in the episode prior, sent it out right away. That individual still had my thank you note five years later. And they showed it to me when I was working in Miami. Five years later, that's how impactful it was. It was still on their desk. You think that desk was filled with thank you notes? Probably not. <laughs> it was an entire drawer with hundreds of them. There were very few because nobody's doing this. This will separate you. Be different and be authentic when you're writing that note as well. Because everything that you do, everything that we just talked about translates to your profile. It translates to who you are. Your social media, every conversation you have, every decision you make, you should be running that all like your own business, your own LLC. Because in today's world, you need to create value for yourself. Guys, there are jobs and career paths out there for the taking. There are positions that managers are begging good candidates to come available. They can't even sniff a good candidate. There are high-end positions in the sports field that are open for the taking, but there are just not candidates ready or prepared for them. You want to excel your career and get to a high level fast? I'm not saying that by doing every single step, you're going to get there right away, but that's a darn good start. And I want you to land those big jobs. I want to be talking with everybody listening here because they have had great success. That is my passion. That is my goal. I want you to enter into a career path that you love. Let's recap a little bit. Today we talked about things that people are doing to that people are doing to be unable to take that step in their career. And then we talked about four things to prepare you for the role that you want. Things that you should be doing, actionable steps that you can put in place today on how to prepare for the role that you want. Guys, I love you. We are wrapping up the first month of this podcast and I cannot be more excited. And I am so thankful for everyone who has been sharing this with other individuals. I have had countless messages so far on how this has either help them or inspire them or give them ideas. Again, I'm no better than anybody else listening to this podcast. We are all the same. And so for everybody here, we will continue to inspire others and continue to grow together. If you guys have any questions, submit them at Attitude Effort Results on Instagram, at TmanNatsky23 on Instagram if you'd like uh, to reach me directly, and then at LinkedIn at Tanner Natsky. Uh, guys, I love this. We are going to continue to impact people. Uh, and I'm excited as, as we continue to roll through this process. Hope you guys have an amazing day.